five of Divided by Werewolves. Uh, first episode, November. Hopefully, uh, daylight savings, whatever. Everybody move the clock for those of you with young kids. I, I feel for you. I know how much that sucks. Um, we were just briefly discussing before the show. Apparently, you're, you almost missed out on, on just daylight in general as a, yeah. <laughs> as a concept. Yeah, so my my prayers were almost answered this past week. Uh, your boy is uh, your boy almost like uh, took the big dirt nap uh, this past week. What happened? Um, so I didn't really talk about it a whole lot, but uh, you know I had to move. Yeah. Uh, this year again, uh, due to extenuating circumstances. And I moved into a house in April, mm-hmm. uh, and this house had, had previously been occupied, but only by a couple of months, and and not during the the winter's harsh bite, shall we say? Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, and previously to the the pre- the shit the people, sorry, here before me. Um, uh, it had been vacant for nearly three years, so okay. the the heating situation in this house, uh, oh yeah, uh, was um, it just it just hadn't needed to be heated for a while, and I have never lived in a house that had gas, uh, oh, yeah. for heat, yeah, uh, and uh, the the person that I'm renting the house from, my landlord, uh, my landlady, as it were. Uh, she knows that I'm almost always cold. It doesn't matter mm-hmm. what time of year it is. Mm-hmm. Uh, and she was concerned because it was going to be in the 30s here this week. And uh, this weekend for October, I was like, shout out to Halloween, baby, coming in cold. I love it. Mm-hmm. You know, my favorite time of year. My favorite temperature is cold. Like, I was here for it. Um, and so uh, I didn't know how to work the couple of heaters that were in the house. Mm-hmm. Uh so she she came out and showed me how to like ignite the pilot light and stuff like that, and then mm-hmm. uh, they put a brand new heater in in my bedroom so I wouldn't freeze my ass off while I was trying to sleep. Mm-hmm. And she came out to the house, she hooked it up and all that stuff, and I was like, all right. And I was like, well, I don't, I like, I'm already scared of this. Like, I don't know how this works. It's my mm-hmm. first time with this stuff. And uh, she says, no, you're fine. And I'm like, can I? So I'm like, all right. Well, like, is it safe to leave like the pilot light on? When I'm gone and stuff like that, she's like, yeah, it's fine. No worries. I'm like, all right. So, so I, and also like, you know, is, is, I don't know. I mean, you know that. I don't know if I've talked about it on the show a whole lot, but I've, I've had insomnia for a while now because mm-hmm. these things are just shitty mm-hmm. and, and I worry constantly. And so it's been great for like catching up on movies. I rewatched, <laughs> I rewatched every Super Bowl. I started with the one last, they're all on YouTube. I don't know if you know that. I did not. So, yeah, so I started with last year's Super Bowl like months ago, and I just rewatched every one in reverse order. That was ah. fun. Uh, yeah, and uh, like yeah, catching up on movies and things like that. Um, I don't play games because I feel like that's like too engaging and stuff. So yeah, like, yeah, I, yeah. You want? I do just... play Destiny, but I feel like Destiny is like autopilot for me. So that also sometimes makes me tired. Yeah. So I've just been, you know, I just do things at two a.m. when everyone else is asleep that I'm trying to go to sleep doing. But anyway. So I was watching YouTube around three or so. It's the last thing I remember. And I had the little, the little, uh, my little gas heater in the bedroom there going. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I, I 
at some point I fell asleep between three and three thirty, mm-hmm. and then I woke up at something after four, and I was like, "Why? What is that flickering orange light over there?" Mm. And uh, so I got up and I went over to look at the heater, and behind it, where where the the hookup in the floor was going into like this this cord or this uh you know this whatever it is that's going from the floor hookup to the heater itself mm-hmm. there's about an eight inch flame oh just shooting out of it like a fucking <laughs> like a flamethrower oh and i was like well that's not good that's no. not that's not what that's supposed to be doing and so i turned off the heater like uh-huh. i turned it all the way off and it didn't stop there was still just fire shooting out of the floor aimed directly at the wall and my dresser Oh, and how neither one of those ignited. I have no idea. And the other thing is, you know, what I know about gas, I owe to movies. Uh-huh. And if there's gas and flame that equals explosion. Uh, typically. Yeah. I mean, that's, yeah. That's... <laughs> and somehow this bitch didn't explode and I'm still here. But, uh, so what was wrong with it? There was a leak in that hose that she bought oh. from Tractor Supply. Oh. Uh, it was it was whatever it was. It wasn't a copper, which is yeah. what the the gas company who she called after I called her and woke her up and asked her to come out here and, and keep me from fucking dying. Yeah, sure. Uh, yeah, they came out here and they're like, yeah, oh, yeah, mm-hmm. that's <laughs> typical. And I'm like, that's bitch, you couldn't have said that before. Like, really? Like, <laughs> that's typical. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Y'all didn't know that up front. You couldn't have said, hey, don't do that. Like, yeah. really? Yeah. Honest? Like, really? So anyway, your boy almost uh, either exploded and or burned to death last week. So, mm-hmm. but yeah, here take, I am. Take your pick. Still <laughs> yeah. Still here. Honestly, if this is what had taken me out and Devil's Story was one of the last movies I ever saw. <laughs> I we've <laughs> yeah yeah that would simultaneously have been like the most me thing of all time and i would have haunted the shit out of this house oh, fuck yes every person at vinegar syndrome who put that movie on blu-ray mm-hmm. yeah absolutely anyway. you know it's funny i have a, a guy i work with and, and he's had covid multiple times and he's still you know he he has a sense of his sense of taste is pretty much there, but his sense of smell, it, it's, it's really, really like if he sticks his, you know, his nose into something like, mm. very pungent, he'll smell it. But yeah. he, uh, he, he was working and his kids apparently before school had accidentally hit the, uh, one of the dials on his stove and turned it on enough for the gas to be out and his wife was like you don't you do you smell that and he's like no mm. yeah so like he was just working in the house where there was essentially like an active gas leak and had mm-hmm. no idea because he couldn't smell it and well I that's like, what damn that's what that's what the landlord did like she came out like i, I woke her up uh at 4 15 a.m and she's like well turn off the heater and i was like well i did that I, I obviously like i'm not right i mean i'm dumb but i'm not you know I have some, right? Some like brain cells left. And I was like, "There's still fire," and I was like, "I'm going outside." Smubuck, smubuck. <laughs> yeah. And uh, and she's like, "I'm on my way." And so, to her credit, she showed up pretty quick. 
Yeah. But, well, I mean, yeah. Once you run the risk of, you know, not not just killing your tenant, but uh, mm-hmm. you know, burning your your property down. That's mm-hmm. you know. So she turned it off out at the tank. Yeah. Which I didn't even know I could do. Like yeah. I didn't. I mean, I, I didn't know that was. An, I, I've never had this shit before. People make fun of me when, like, I tell them, like, I didn't know to do that. And they're like, "You didn't know to do that?" Well, fuck no. I've like, yeah. I've never had this shit before. I have no idea. Yeah. I mean, if you've never, I mean, I've. This is, you know, I've had natural gas in the house for, I mean, the past. I don't know how many houses. So it's like, yeah, I know where the shutoff is to the house, and you know how to shut shit no. off. You know, not all at all. Stuff. Never. Yeah. Not in my forty. Staring down the barrel of forty six years of existence, I've never had to deal with this. Yeah, and people just assume if you're a male, like you're born knowing how to do certain shit. Right. Well, I wasn't. Sorry yeah. about it. You know, if, yeah. if it's something I've never dealt with. Yeah. So she comes out here and she's like, so she turned it off outside, and she's like, she came in the house and she's like, she looked at the the hose and it's like all burnt up and shit. She's like, oh my god, and she went to turn off turn it off at the floor. And it burned her hand. Mm. She's like, oh, I can't turn it off yet. But then she goes outside and turns the gas back on. Mm. And I can hear the shit leaking in the bedroom. Yeah. Like, yeah. I hear the, like, Yeah, 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 yeah. And I'm like, that, that's not good. That's just as bad. You'll just suffocate yeah. to death. Yeah. Right. So I put, so I, like, pulled my sleeve over my fingers, even though they were burning me. And I, and I fucking, I turned the thing off. Yeah. And then she comes in the house, and she's like, all right, well, if this one's off, you should be good. And then she had the audacity to to want to relight the one in the bathroom, the one in the kitchen. And I'm like, I'd rather fucking freeze, to be honest, than like yeah. explode in my sleep. Like, <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, the only, yeah, yeah. As <laughs> soon as she left, I was like, yeah, thanks, appreciate it. I'm gonna be warm and toasty. As soon as she left, I turned both them bitches back off, and I just fucking froze to death till it was time to get up and go to work. Yeah, I mean that's the thing. I mean, once everything's kind of working, it's it's pretty safe. It's just a matter of like you know you don't need to like the what what should happen is the pilot light stays lit all the time, and then when or or it's one of those things. It's like a gas grill that you know when it turns on, the furnace will send a little electrical you know thing and and light it. But mm-hmm. you know we used to usually the pilot light stays for a heater anyway stays lit all the time because the house that we mm-hmm. lived in in Georgia when when you came to see us. Um, that furnace, I'd wake up in the morning and I'd be freezing my balls off, and I was like, "What the fuck?" And it's be- well, our, it, mm. the upstairs would be fine, but the downstairs, I'd go downstairs and be freezing, and it's because the pilot light just constantly would go out, and so I'd have to keep lighting it. I'd have to light the furnace by yeah. hand, and then that's fun because you know you got the gas going, and then you know you can't get it lit, and then it then when you do light it, it's that, <laughs> and you're like, "Yep, not yeah, right. I'm not cool." <laughs> no. So so here's where we stand currently. Uh, it was 75 today, which is great. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm terrified uh, of the heat in this house, so I'll be freezing my fucking ass off all winter whenever winter comes around again. So yeah, I mean, what she she should do is get a get a plumber to come in, get like mm. you know who's certified well, for gas, and have them. They did that. They know. came out. The, the she had the gas company come out. I'm still scared of it. I'm not going to do it. I'm just going to tell you right now. I'm just going to freeze my ass off. I can't. Mm. Awesome. That sounds like fun. Yeah, good times. <laughs> that wasn't even the worst thing I had that happened to me this week, so it's fine. It's all good. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm sorry that you went through that. That that can't be fun. Uh, yeah. Good times. Um, all right. Well, I guess in 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 better... I don't so anyway, know. we have a yeah, podcast. So, yeah, we got through. some movies. <laughs> <laughs> um... <laughs> 
So, so we did, uh, you know, kind of round out the month um, with, with horror movies. So I, I did end up watching 31 horror movies in 31 days, which, uh, you know, for me, as, as much as I watch was still, I mean, I, I, I watch most of the time what I watch is a horror movie, but I can't say I watch a horror movie basically every day of my life. So, um, yeah, it was, it was cool to do. I look forward to doing it again, um, next year. And, and, and I did actually end up with, uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, uh, six movies, um, that I, I did. Oh, no, sorry. I forgot to get rid of one. Five movies that I did not, uh, I did not get to, um, and given some of the movies I did get to, I, I definitely made the wrong choice in choosing the ones I did get to as opposed to the ones that were on my list. But uh, mm. but that's good because that gives me, um, you know, some extra, some more stuff just to kind of watch. So, um, yeah, it was fun. It was definitely fun to, to kind of go back uh, through the decades and kind of sample stuff, um, Yeah, you know, all across. I mean... <laughs> Outside, like I said, outside of uh, nearly dying and the other terrible shit uh, over the past couple of weeks, I actually did have a really good October. Uh, I really, like, this was a great, you know, I mean, it's like, well, we, everybody does like 31 days, whatever, but like, we typically don't do that. Yeah. But, you know, you saying you were going to do that and then, and then that giving me like the, uh, yeah. The idea of just like finally pulling some of these Blu-rays off the shelf mm-hmm. and, and watching some things that I've owned for a while and just haven't seen and stuff. And then like I had other stuff going on. Like I, I saw Guar again. Oh, nice! Uh, last weekend, um, I did the the Friday the Thirteenth thing with the Dead End Drive-In guys, and that was that was really that, that was fun. So like I really did have a, a really great October That's this awesome. year. Where did you see Guar? Uh, they were at, they were at the Masquerade again last Sunday. Oh, okay. Um, Nice. Yeah, it, the whole it was like uh, my brother wanted to go, and I wanted to go because you know it's fucking Guar, and it's like sure. October, like Halloween weekend. And Gene, I, Gene was supposed to go, uh, and he's never seen him before. And it's not his kind of music, but I, uh-huh. we, we both were telling like, man, it's just even if you don't like the music, like, just the spectacle, the spectacle just, of like, it. Yeah, absolutely. Being at a Guar show is just incredible. But he ended up not being able to go, so it was oh, just me and my bad. brother. But yeah, yeah, but it, it, we still had a really good time. Uh, this dude, like, uh, <laughs> once again, like when I talked about doing the the dead end driving thing on Friday thirteenth, like, <sighs> just don't ruin it for other people. Yeah, like, like if, if you like, I don't know, I cannot imagine if just like you going to a Guar show if you're not into potentially. Well, and here's the thing. I mean, like, you, it's you a have concert, to know what right? you're getting, right? Like, I mean, yeah. But even even then, even if you like Guar, it's a concert. Like people are going to be like close, like shoulder to shoulder, yeah. especially if you're trying to be like close to the front and stuff like that. And it got towards the end of the show, and I I was going to like try to move up closer for the last song, uh-huh. and I guess, God forbid, I accidentally like brushed shoulders with this this girl, and the guy that was with her, like grabbed me by the shirt and like pulled me back. And I was like, I just looked at him. I was like, I was like, you good, bro. I was like, really? Yeah. Well, I was good. like, I was like, I didn't run into her on purpose. Like you serious. Yeah. I just looked at him and started a lot, but I literally was like, you good, bro. And then I just started laughing. 
Because he like he was pissed, and I'm like, really? Right? It's really? Like, you're not you didn't sexually assault her. You just I mean, no. my God, I've I've had I mean I had someone bite me on the arm at a live concert, like the band That's live, not, right? Because she wanted a water <laughs> bottle that they threw. I'm like, dude, it's Ed Kowalczyk. He's not worth it. Like, <laughs> he's not worth an assault charge. Like, what the fuck? Like, <laughs> man, I've had I've had crowd surfers kick me in the head. Yeah, exactly. Like, shit. like, I get it. Like, it happens. I'm not. Get, I don't get mad about it. No, but I like, mean, I, it's also if you're gonna be general admission, you're not gonna have personal. Don't do general admission if you're not. Yeah. If you have personal space. But issues. I mean, you know, I I just looked at him and I laughed it off because like, well, if that made him feel like being a man for his girl or whatever, like, mm-hmm. good for him, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. He saved her from me, so yeah, good for him. Because you are the most. You are. Oh. You're just very intimidating. That's the vibe you get. What, what an alpha male predator I am. <laughs> <All right>, like, <laughs> really. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's the vibe you definitely give off. Like, mm-hmm. ooh, don't get him riled up. He's that's crazy. Right. <laughs> you never know what's going to happen. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> wow. Uh, okay. Well, so uh, I'm just going to start. The, the first movie I'm going to talk about uh, is in a, is because, um, you know, I, I don't know if it was on Halloween or right around there, but, but basically saw – one through whatever mm. the 3D one was, mm. um, hit Shutter, and uh, so. But prior to that, I uh, I watched Saw X because I I had seen Saw, and I'd seen Saw Two, and I'd seen Spiral, and so I was. Yeah, like, I didn't know you hadn't seen all of them. Like that yeah. was like news. That was news for me. Yeah, and so I um. I was like, okay, well, I, I've seen Saw, I've seen Saw 2, I've seen Spiral, I kind of know what the deal with, with this one is, and knowing you know, that this one takes place between, I don't know, 2 and 3, or 1 and 2, or before 1, or whatever the fuck it is, um, you know, I was like, I'm going to watch it, and it was it was really good. Um, it was, uh, you know, Tobin Bell, of course, you know, just does a really great job as, as Jigsaw. Um, you know, it, it kind of has, has a bit of... Uh, and I, I don't know because I I still haven't seen, you know I, I rewatched Saw and I rewatched Saw Two, so I I, mm. I I have not gotten into new new Saw territory, so to speak, for myself. Gotcha. Um, but you know they they kind of did a a thing with this where similar to, you know, Don't Breathe and Don't Breathe Two, <laughs> where you know Don't Breathe Two they they turn you know the blind guy there into like an anti-hero it's like they, yeah, they yeah. do the same thing kind of with jigsaw in this one and i don't know if over the course of the saw movies he kind of turns well, into that type of person here's um, the thing like i am not the biggest advocate for uh the dead meat youtube channel mm-hmm. uh that that James A. Janice's is, is thing where he, he they count down like the body counts like it's it's like the idea that everybody in the entire world's ever had. Mm-hmm. We should just watch these movies and make videos just like highlighting the kills and like how many kills this character this that and the other. But to his credit, he he did a series on the Saw mm-hmm. entire franchise up until whatever whatever episode they were like whatever movie they were on that point. And I've seen every one of them, mm-hmm. but every one there there tends to be some kind of a reveal that yeah. that's supposed to like blow your mind. If you've seen all of them 
and it almost never lands for me because I don't remember yeah. who, who that character was. You can't introduce a detective, a yeah. random detective in Saw 4 and then expect me to be like, freak the fuck out when he shows up again in Saw 8. Like, and I that, just, I and, I and that absolutely happens in Saw X. Like at one point it's uh, – shit, what's his name? Um he was he was the bad guy in Fast Five, and I'm like, I guess this is important, and I'm assuming it's just exactly. because I, I I tried to read uh, uh, like a chronological breakdown of like, Ooh. and I was like, I got so confused. I was like, you know what? I'm just gonna watch the movies, and it's mm-hmm. and it's because there, there's so, so so the whole thing about Saw X is that he he hears wind of this like experimental cancer treatment, and so mm-hmm. he goes to. Mexico or whatever it is, and then he finds out they're all just fucking faking it, and so you know he sets up this uh, these elaborate traps to get revenge on the people who um, had uh, had taken his money, mm-hmm. and um, at the very very end, I, it might have actually been a mid credit scene. Uh, there's a scene with him and a, and a, this other guy, and I'm like, I guess I'm supposed to know who that is, yeah, because. But I hadn't watched enough saws to know him, <laughs> so I guess for you, people, you may, even if you'd seen all of them, you, you still may not have. <laughs> well, I mean, I, I think I would recognize the actor just because I've seen him. Like mm, I said, okay. he was the bad guy in Fast Five, so it's like right. I would recognize the actor. But, um, but if I, I guarantee to your point, though, if I had seen the Saw movies kind of when they came out. I would not remember because I'm just not built that. But but that being said, you know it was it was good. I I enjoyed it uh, despite you know them kind of making you know uh, g- you know it being less about. I mean he's always been on very flimsy ground. Like oh I'm gonna murder you because you don't have a zest for life. It's like dude yeah the fuck are you talking about at that point you might as well kill all of us like right yeah right know. the motivations behind behind it don't are always sometimes are just ridiculous like but to you know to 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 saw tens or saw x's credit like like the premise at least mm-hmm. makes me interested to see it and yeah uh I, I haven't seen it yet but like as far as like when you talk about you know the the plot line and motivations like this one makes more sense just on paper than most absolutely. <laughs> I mean, I mean, it, it really does. It be, it's it's more of a revenge, you know. And it's funny because it's like, well, what, you know, the only difference between like this and say like the Equalizer is that uh, you know, I mean, like like it it, it it it's like you know they don't they don't paint. Uh, you know Denzel Washington as a psychopath. Uh, you know, but I mean, it's like it's like you know, I mean, when he's like fucking straight up murdering guys in a Home Depot, it's like, all right, well, you can't just do that. Like, doesn't you know? But I mean, and that that's that's why this is a little different because I mean, he has very clear motivations for yeah. regardless of his methods going way beyond what would be acceptable. Um, right. you know, they that also. They, they That's built the dying genius. man out of his money. Right. It, it, and it 10 movies in, that's kind of a genius like approach to take because that opens up it up for like way more sequels. Yeah. You know, even if it's, and and they kind of did that thing like, you know, because I don't know how many times I guess we're supposed to have, have thought that, that Tobin Bell died, uh, took over for him and stuff, you know, but, but th- just I even that, like open it up though, to, was that, was that he, like 
the the way the movies it's like four takes place in the middle of three it's like it it, it it's like yeah it's like these movies it, it, there's seven of them but they all take place over the same like four days or whatever <laughs> like it's not it's it's not even <laughs> you know it's like they play with they're, they're so wonky with how they play with time that but I'm it's like it, but like doing the the thing where he like has Shawnee Smith who's like the, the like the pig mask. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Man, as far as I as far as I remember, in most of them, it was her. Yeah, having her like taking up the mantle, like she survived one of his traps and like became like a disciple for less. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, so a better she, term yeah. or something like that. And she's in. So 10. you could, so you could do like as many sequels as you want to with like kind of a yeah, the Church of Jigsaw for lack of a better <laughs> like right description and just keep doing it like just finding like these shitty people and like fucking making them pay for being shitty right and then when they finally are like hey i was shitty this worked you know and then they Mm. decide to i guess go kill people like i don't know i feel it feels like a stretch it's like you're kind of asking oh yeah for sure when they when they when they answer the they add the craigslist ad and they're like wait you want me to do what like (laughs) I mean, yeah, but I, but again, like instead of just continuously being Tobin Bell, like, yeah. like for yeah, for so, no explicable reason, like you know. Well, that's why I think Spiral worked because it it was basically like you know someone who who kind of got it wasn't him. It was someone who yeah, I guess just really liked his ideas and decided to yeah. to make use of them, but it, it wasn't him. Um, yeah. It also wasn't good. Like, yeah, yeah, and that, and there might be there might be a correlation there. Who knows? <laughs> Chris Rock, Tobin Bell, eh, you know, very. Similar. I had high hopes. Police procedural, you know, like yeah. that whole angle could have been good. It wasn't, but it could have been. <laughs> yeah, because it looked very sevenish, and I was like, oh, and exactly. seven, you know, I mean, was yeah, but uh, yeah. yeah. So all right, so uh, so I'm gonna do um, I'm gonna do three real quick. Sure. Um, uh, because technically two of them aren't first time watches and one of them is a first time watch, but you talked about it last show. Mm-hmm. Uh, so puppet man, mm-hmm. uh, I watched that after, after we recorded, um, I think the next day I, I put that on when I got home from work and holy shit, man. So I'm not going to go back into it. Um, if you got, if, if people didn't listen to the last episode, please do. Um, puppet man is, was fucking fantastic. Yeah. It, 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 when I watched it, I was like, this is the best thing I've seen this year. Yeah. And, and I felt that way until I watched something else we'll talk about later. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, it, it immediately became my favorite thing I've seen this year, man. That, that movie is like, um, like you said, it, it, it reminded, uh, it reminded me of, um, oh shit. What's that the movie? Empty man. The empty man. But yeah. like less cerebral, more mm, like yeah. in your face. Yeah. Uh, Especially in terms of like the violence and stuff, and like two of my Which, favorite. But it kills. was very, it was very um, reserved in that regard until and, and which what except I we, it, right, and then when it wasn't, you're like, oh my god, yeah, holy <laughs> shit, exactly, yeah. exactly. Uh, so it, it, for me, I was like, man, people talk about talk to me as like the best. Hor-. I was like, bro, this, like yeah. Puppet Man is so much more my speed than Talk to Me was. Me too. Yeah. Um, so thoroughly enjoy that. The other thing, the other two, uh, so Goose was here, uh, came to visit last weekend, and um, I watched The Descent for the first time oh, in, yeah. in, in a few years. And we've talked about The Descent a lot throughout mm-hmm. the six years of our podcast. Yeah. And, and particularly about how 
the descent is way more terrifying uh, during the caving parts before that is, the monsters that's ever when show I had up. to shut it off. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So watching that with someone who who does caving mm-hmm. in their free time for fun because uh, they're a lunatic. Yeah. It, why, it, would you, it's, why would you do that? It's hilarious. <laughs> it, like it's hilarious to get like that commentary when you're watching it, and they're like, "Oh, they would never do that." Oh, she doesn't have on knee pads. And I'm like, <laughs> I mean, that's not like, do you see the other shit that's happening here? Like her knees are not what's in danger. Like, yeah. Right. Exactly. Like, like I don't, yeah, no, right. Like, she was like, she was way more concerned at their lack of knee pads than she was. She was like the bat monsters. That were like, You're like, it's about to get a lot worse. And, it's like, like, and, and she'd seen it before too. It, it, but still like just hearing that commentary was, was fucking great. Uh, and, and the first descent is still amazing, but we followed that up with a descent too, which God, I had I seen, seen the once too and forever. I had neither. So it, it felt like a first time. I remembered one thing about it and it was that somehow Juno was still alive. Yeah. And so, and so watching the descent too, again, uh, it really did feel like a first time watch. So that's kind of why I wanted to like talk about it. Uh, so, so do they, man, do, do they pick an ending for as yeah, because obviously, yes. the, the, oh, yes. they do. Okay, she, she survives somehow, uh-huh. uh, and, and she gets out. And, and the descent too is is kind of uh, the I guess the authorities like in investigating the disappearance of all these people, uh-huh. and they bring her, the sole survivor, for for whatever reason, they make her go back down there with oh, Jesus. Them. Yeah. It, uh, it's like aliens. For... It's like aliens where they're like, Oh, yeah. <laughs> yes. Right. <laughs> like, did you survive this? Oh, well, good. You've got information we need. Come back down here with us. And, uh, and part two is 100% just a creature feature. Like uh-huh. as, whereas the first one is like, you know, it literally is the alien. Right. To aliens. Kind yeah. of comparison. Yep. It, it's, 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 it's that. Yeah, uh, but but as whereas Aliens wasn't a B movie, uh, the Descent Two very much is a B movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, so there's way more blood, way more carnage. Uh, yeah, and then again, the inexplicable return of a character who clearly died in the Descent, but somehow is is still alive in Part Two because <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. we we technically didn't see her die. So, but uh, but the the woman in the okay, so but the, the the woman who lost the child, I can't remember her name, um, in the first one. Who goes in the car at the end? Yeah, the main lady. I can't remember her name either. So, it, depending on which one you watch, she either is in the that car. That was either in her head or, or yeah. she's or she, or it happened. So, did yep. they? Does it? Does the movie pick which one of those things it is? I mean, one would assume that they will go with the car ending because again, that's the one. That's the lady they bring back. Oh, that's the, the lady they bring back. Oh, okay. yeah. Okay. They bring. They're like, "Yo, you're the only survivor. Where are all these other people? Gotcha. Come with us to find out what happened." I thought. And, I thought Juno was the woman who was sleeping with that. With the man. Yeah, she was husband. the one. Yeah. Yes, she was. And then there's a scene in the first one where like she's surrounded by the monsters and like her light goes out and you uh-huh. just obviously she was about to get ripped to shreds, but somehow. She shows up in the middle of part two, still alive in the cave. Huh. She survived that attack. She survived oh. in the cave for however many days it's been with no food, no water, no light, no knee pads, as Goose <laughs> pointed out. And <laughs> and she's still down there. So she shows back up alive. 
Uh, okay. And that's uh, the only thing I remembered because I thought that was the most ridiculous fucking thing. Yeah, right. But it's uh, still good outside of that one, like, that one, like, thing. I guess it was supposed to be a twist, but it was just the stupidest fucking thing because there's aside, no way. Aside from the no knee pads, of course. Yeah, obviously, yeah. yeah uh, I mean, outside of the authenticity of the <laughs> being in a cave full of bat monsters. They uh, need a technical consultant. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Supervisor's like, all right, cut. We need yeah. knee pads. <laughs> yeah, get goose in here. Yeah, right. Exactly. It's like, all right, shut it down. No <laughs> knee pads. <laughs> like, inadequate lighting. Yeah. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, that's that's awesome. All right, so the next two I'm going to do uh, have some commonality in them. Is that in that they're both Italian and they're not very good. Uh, the first one is <laughs> opera. Which is a Dario Argento movie that I was, Not I've watched. Very good, okay. I cannot. I I. All right. I've watched. <laughs> I, I can tell. The voice went up a few <laughs> octaves on that one. Yeah, I hated it. I was I was actually mm. angry at myself for for watching. Like when it ended with the woman hugging a patch of flowers. Mm-hmm. I was so mad at myself. <laughs> That I didn't stop watching. I mean, I've watched a lot of terrible movies where I was like, "Why would you do that?" I was I, I was so angry at myself yeah. that I continued to watch this movie. Um, I'm I'm kind of hot and cold on his stuff, um, yeah. Depending on yeah, I can see on, that. Yeah. on what it is, and this I felt was just like I just it was not it was not for me. Um, okay. And the other one is Demons Two, which I would have oh, been I would have been right? fine with if if it didn't hinge on a demon coming through a, the TV, like coming <laughs> like like if it was just that like th- th- these people are all in this apartment complex and somehow whatever there was a sewer or something and a demon got in and then wreaked havoc it it would have been hol- great hilarious you know the people in the in the parking garage the guy just just driving his bmw around with just <laughs> doesn't care who's trapped in there with him just full on <laughs> fucking demolition derbying his way through a parking garage while people are like just fighting off hordes of zombies demons like all that shit the, the stacy the shit woman at her birthday party like yeah. all of that i would have been a hundred percent fine with <laughs> if the demon didn't get into the apartment because they were all watching I, I like a tv movie or whatever the fuck it was because that's like it doesn't make any sense it makes oh that's your first mistake <laughs> well yes i mean i was kind of yeah exactly i was expecting hoping that it would that it would make sense. Now, yeah. that being said, the the practical effects were amazing. The amazing. kills were fantastic. Like the way yeah. that, you know, yeah. they, the 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 people the, in in the gym just frantically <laughs> losing their mind, you know, yeah. like throwing yeah. barbells at the demons and it was hilarious. The little the little demon toddler was fucking hysterical. Yep. The dog that like tried to yeah, I mean it was all that stuff was great, but I just couldn't get past how how it got there in the first place. It, that's one of those things where you, you're watching it in 2023 versus when I watched it when I was 15 or 16. So mm-hmm. I, I, you know, I didn't question a lot of things back then. I just kind of <laughs> went with it. Like, yeah. Yeah. I was just having a good time watching this stupid shit. So, yeah. 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 All right. So, um, so next for me, I'll do one. And this is like, this is probably my least favorite thing that I've seen out of everything I've watched. 
um, during this October, including Hard Rock Zombies, which, which you know, if you've not listened to the last episode, please listen to that if you want to hear about <laughs> Hard Rock Zombies. So there's this movie called Breeders from 1997. It was uh, a TV show called Breeders. It was really good. Yeah, well, this isn't that. Uh, and also, this, <laughs> this movie also apparently uh, has an alternate title called Deadly Instincts. Uh, and and I bought this on on I own this on Blu-ray thanks to some company, uh, and, and full disclosure I had nothing about it. I bought it because the monster on the front of the the cover art looked badass. Mm-hmm. Uh, I do nothing about it, and so this movie is about um, uh, a meteor of some kind crashes to Earth, and there's this like goth chick that like crawls out of it. And like some of the meteor rock like burns half of her face mm-hmm. and the meteor uh, lands at an all girls uh, college, like school. Sure. And the goth girl is on the run from this monster who I guess was also in the meteor somehow. <laughs> uh, they don't really explain it. Uh, that's trying to breed with her. Oh, and that's the monster that was on the front of the Blu-ray that I bought. I think it was in a sale. So I got it for like seven or eight bucks. I, mm-hmm. I, I had no idea what it was about. Um, yeah, and, and it's this all-girls school, and the monster is chasing her, but she's like running around the streets of the town, and this one professor like sees her, and even though like he's banging one of his assistants or one of the other students. He's like obsessed with like trying to help the goth girl mm-hmm. and the monster who was in the same meteor, uh, isn't roaming the streets. He's in the sewers of the school, sure. uh, but he's only trying to breed with the goth girl who, who was kidnapped. You find out was kidnapped from earth like years <laughs> ago. Uh, <laughs> and, uh, First, none of this makes any fucking sense. No, no, it really doesn't. It's nonsense. From start to finish, it's nonsense. And it's not even like funny or good nonsense. It's just frustrating. Mm -hmm. Um, It's not good. Uh, So the the monster who who is hanging out in the sewers underneath an all-girls school never tries – who's only here to mate never tries to like mate with any of the girls in the school you don't think – because he's only after this goth chick who who was kidnapped from Earth years ago, but then it turns out at some point they get down there and like this this professor guy is like he's like and then the police they're like we got to go down there and put a stop to it and think it's like this is like a this isn't like Dead Space where like this is such a cool monster and they had no money to like have it interact or move stuff mm-hmm. it's just a guy in a fucking rubber suit <laughs> so so the fact that like everything it does is like these like quick cutaways and like off camera and stuff. Uh, it's just a guy in a suit. Right. He could have, he could have done shit on yeah. camera, but it's like, they're like, it looks like such hot garbage that like, they just show it in like these quick cuts and these close ups and like people are reacting to it and shit against the camera and not it, but like against the camera and stuff. Uh-huh. It's just awful. Yeah. And then like, it plays really like fast and loose with the rules of the of the thing, <laughs> of like the, of the at goth, some point the goth mating, yeah. alien mating rituals. Right. So at, at some point, like goth lady gets stuck in the sewer down there with the monster, and she doesn't want the monster to kill 
the professor guy. Uh-huh. She's like, no, you have to leave. It's too late for me. No. And like, <laughs> and like, there's this like giant pile of like glittery something or another. And it's like, it's too late. He's already done it. And I'm like, just fucking leave. Like, what are you doing? Yeah. Like grab the dude and leave. Right. But, but then the other girls from the school come into play for no apparent reason. And if they've like been down there near this pile of like glittery shit, they turn into zombies or something Sure. in any way. Then, then they're attacking the cops and stuff. And anyway, it's, it's fucking stupid. Don't ever watch it. Yeah. It sounds great. Uh, yeah. Breeders. <laughs> Or whatever the fuck the other thing I said was. Deadly, Deadly Instincts. Deadly Instincts. Yeah. Don't watch it. 1990, watch it. whatever the fuck I said. There you go. You already 97. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so my next one is a movie that uh, I uh, should have listened. You know, reviews are a funny thing. <laughs> Especially reviews on Shudder, which has, you know, for, for a streaming service... That is just, you know, all about curating There are lots more. of angry, like, jaded people. There are a lot of angry, jaded people who leave reviews. So sometimes yes. they leave reviews for things, and you're like, eh. Mm-hmm. And this was one of those times. And I was like, I should have listened, because uh, I watched <laughs> The Midnight Man, and it's not good. Mm. Mm-hmm. It's not good. Robert Englund's in it, which, you know, good for him, still getting work. But yeah. uh, they, they tried to get a lot of mileage out of screaming old ladies being um, creepy. But um, <laughs> it is just not a good film. It's this girl, uh, this woman is is taking care of her grandmother, and 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 then there's and this is what bothered me about it. So I do all the cooking in the house, mm-hmm. and I've learned through just copious amounts of failure that you read a recipe before you do anything, because and I still make the mistake where I will misjudge how long it takes to cook something, even though I've done this. Because you don't know, you got to know what you got to have around. You got to know how long it's going to take. You got to make sure, you know what I mean? Like some stuff, you mm-hmm. you have time to get ingredients in between. You know, like there's this idea of mise en place, which is a cooking term, which means everything in its place. So you get everything ahead of time. You read through. These motherfuckers find <laughs> this dusty-ass box filled with shit one of which is a piece of paper that appears to have fucking drops of blood on it <laughs> and it talks about called bringing the midnight man which i mean who the fuck reads that and is like yeah this is something we should do they yeah, don't right. read through all the steps to find out oh the bottom part is missing which is turns out is the most fucking important part they just start <laughs> performing a fucking you know, satanic ritual just as you go. And I was like, what the fuck are you, are you like, you deserve (laughs) this motherfucker tearing you limb for limb, whatever the fuck. And then also like it hinges on the fact that these are young kids and they don't, no one, no one that they're relying solely on, on, on physical clocks to tell the time. Like, I, they probably can't even tell time with a physical right. clock. Because yeah, that's a stretch. The kids just look at their phones and are like, oh, there it is. Mm. 
Mm-hmm. Like, are you trying to tell me this motherfucker, like, they know they've got to last until 3.33 a.m. and nobody is, like, pulls out their phone and sets an alarm? Right. They rely right. on some fucking raggedy-ass alarm, you know, cuckoo clock, and then they're like, oh, we beat them. And I'm like, the fuck out of here. <laughs> like, But yeah. just, like, you're going to fucking, okay, cut yourself right there. Wait, what? Cut right. myself and <laughs> drip blood on the paper? Whoa, can we read ahead? Get the yeah, fuck exactly. out of here. It was yeah. stupid. Yeah. 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 Good stuff. Yeah, I'll be avoiding the midnight man then. <laughs> All right. So uh so next for me is one. Um I've got a couple that I'm gonna kinda uh, they're gonna have some uh, similar reactions to. Um this first one is a movie that it's one of those ones uh, I remember like it's one of those things like before like I won't say before the internet, but like when the internet was in its infancy mm-hmm. and, and you know, we had to plug phone lines into it and stuff and, and me being who I am, you know, going to like these horror sites stuff and, and like, you know, even like I, I had no way to like bootleg things, you know, like I just, I just didn't really have uh, an opportunity to watch certain things. Yeah. And there's this movie called bloody muscle bodybuilder in hell. Okay. Uh, which is also known as the Japanese Evil Dead. Uh, okay. And uh, I forget who the company is. Put it out on Blu-ray a year or two ago. I immediately bought it. Uh, and I just, I, I, it's one of those things I just never watched. Uh, and, and last week, I, I broke the shrink wrap. And man, it, it, it's one of those things where it's hard for me to recommend it mm-hmm. in 2023. But if if you can appreciate when it was made, how it was made, mm-hmm. why it was made, and, and see the the inspiration uh, and, and the creativity, mm-hmm. it's fucking amazing. Yeah, uh, it starts with uh, this couple in this house, and this woman is, is uh, assaulting, uh, I guess, her boyfriend or husband with a knife, mm-hmm. and she's like. You're not going to marry that bitch. If I can't have you, no one will. And like, she ends if up like, If I can't have you, I yeah. don't want, want nobody. nobody yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, uh, he ends up like killing her. Sure. Uh, and then burying her in the, in the basement underneath the floorboards. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I guess it, so here's, <laughs> and this is another, this is a, something that'll come up. Not in the, anyway, I, uh, there are several like things that I'll be like, and then this happened in this one too. So this will happen in another movie, but this movie fast forwards like 30 years after that happens. Mm-hmm. And there's this guy and I don't, it's unclear uh, if he's already dating this woman or if they've just met and they're kind of toying with the idea of dating each other. Um, but she's a, a paranormal investigator and he owns the house because he's either the son of the guy or some, there's some, he has some weird tie to this house. And it really, again, it doesn't tell you mm-hmm. uh, because he's, he's also the same actor who played the guy, who okay. killed the lady. but it's 30 years later and he's the same age. So you assume, I guess it's his son maybe or something. It doesn't really tell you, uh-huh. uh, but he has a picture uh, and she's like, like, are you ever going to let me go in the house? And he's like, I mean, I haven't been in it. He's like, I, I've been in it. No big deal. She's like, well, I want to go in. 
And he's like, yeah, because he's like set up a gym in the basement. And like he's he's like thought about like moving into it or whatever. But it's been like locked up since the murder happened. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then she, she's an apparel investigator. She wants to go in there. And he agrees to it. So the so they they're going to take. They're going to go in there, and she brings along her, her friend who's like this uh, scientist guy, like who's also into paranormal stuff. Uh, and they go in there, and so the, the main dude and the girl don't see shit, but the scientist guy is seeing the ghost of the, the woman who's in the, in the basement who died. Oh, okay. And he's like, we got to get out of here right now. So they leave, and he's like, I'm going back in. I'm going to find out what she wants and this, that, and the third. And they're like, we'll go in with you. And he's like, no, I'm going in by myself because you'll just get in the way. So he goes in and uh, he, he sees her again and, and she kills him. And then uh, they're outside like drinking beers and stuff. And she's like, he's been there for a while. We need to go in too. So they go in. And of course, so the the spirit or whatever, the ghost of, of that woman uh, uh, is in the scientist dude's body. Sure, and it it goes full on fucking Evil Dead two from then on. Uh, it, it is a it is a mixture of they have no money. It's shot on video. Uh, mm-hmm. It's only like it's just over an hour long. Um, but man, once it like takes off, mm-hmm. it's it's fucking bonkers. Like mm-hmm. it is nuts. It is hilariously stupid. It, it, it's a mixture of practical effects, mm-hmm. animated effects. Oh, that's uh, awesome. Stop stop motion effects it's fucking crazy the amount of shit that happens in this movie <laughs> one of my that. favorite one of my favorite gags is when the the scientist the ghost the scientist guy is doing like the the deadite thing and he's like attacking the girl the guy our, our like ash guy mm-hmm. uh, he takes a knife and like stabs it through the back of the guy's head the knife goes through his eyeball like removes his eyeball from his head. Mm-hmm. And then when he pulls the knife back through, it puts his eyeball back in the socket. Oh. <laughs> and he just, and he's just laughing the whole time while this happens. Like the, the demon awesome. guys. Yeah. It's <laughs> fucking nuts, man. Like everything I've ever read about this movie, it, it lived up to it. Like it's, it's awful, but in the worst way. Yeah. It's hilariously like not good. Like, but man, I had a, fucking ball watching this movie oh that's awesome like just for it to be like a quick hour and like seven minutes right like it's entertaining from start to finish like there's uh-huh. there's i had no complaints about it man and it like just when you think like it can't get any fucking dumber or like any more fucking nuts like something happens you're just like jesus christ mm-hmm. <laughs> like, it's just one fucking thing after another man and it's a blast that's awesome that's awesome. To, and 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 you said you you bought this one? Yeah, it's on Blu-ray. Uh, I wow. forget the company. I forget the company that put it out. But yeah, I, it it came uh, it came packaged with a with a separate movie, which I can't remember the name of right now. Uh, Necro the Necrophiles. It came with a movie called the Necrophiles, also, which I haven't seen yet. Uh, but but it was a they offered like both movies for one price, and then they all, and then this movie it came with like uh, a soundtrack CD. Wow. Uh, a bonus disc for some other shit, and then a fu- and even like a fucking like um, what do you call it? like a stress relief like squishy thing? Oh, really? <laughs> a barbell? Like it, wow. it's like a barbell squishy thing, and this this bloody muscle bodybuilder in hell. That's <laughs> awesome. 
but also known as the Japanese Evil Dead, and and that's exactly what it is, man. It's like it, it, it's it's almost like watching Evil Dead one, you know, mm-hmm. where they're like trying to take it super seriously. Yeah, and that scene where like uh, Bruce Campbell like gets that like balsa wood uh, bookshelf knocked on him. Yeah, yeah, and he has to pretend like it's heavy and stuff. Right, right, right. That's yeah. exactly what it is. But then also like the the scene in Evil Dead Two when like the the deer head starts laughing at him and shit when yeah. something happens and it goes nuts, like it's a, it's a complete amalgamation of those two movies, but done with like thirty dollars in like <laughs> in Japan. So yeah. just like imagine how insane that that looks, and that's exactly like and you haven't even begun to imagine the shit that happens in it. Right. Wow, that's funny. Uh, well, I actually watched a, a Japanese film too from uh, 1968, uh, Kuro Niku, uh, mm-hmm. which is a uh, it's a ghost story. Uh, it um, so basically it's about this woman uh, and her daughter-in-law who are you know just kind of chilling at home, and these samurai who had been kind of off fighting a war come across their house, rape, murder, well, rape them, leave them for oh. dead, eat all their food, burn their house down. Um, and they um, basically make a deal uh, with with the god of evil to come back to life, but the rule is they they have to uh, just basically kill samurai. So they start um, essentially uh, like uh, seducing. They'll find these samurai traveling on a road, bring them back to their place. The guys are you know. Uh, DTF and then they they kill them. Um and so <laughs> the um the kind of the 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 shogun of the area he's like hey we need to do something about it. So he's like send me back, you know, the samurai who are fighting, you know, this war in the east or whatever and 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 they'll take care of it. Well, there's one guy left. So all these samurai get sent off to fight these these, you know, bandits or whatever the savages or whatever they call them um and and only one of them survives and so they're like hey you're our guy you're the only one you survived this battle i'm you i need you to take care of these ghosts well as it turns out the guy that they get is the husband of one of the women who was killed and the son of the other one um and and because they talked about how their son was taken from them uh and and conscripted and sent to go fight so um so it's black and white there's a lot of wire work a lot of really cool kind of effects uh you know some kind of bonkers stuff you know in there too but but a very effective ghost story but also a love story at the same time um because you know at some point he kind of realizes that hey this is actually my wife uh you know one of these ghosts um and so mm-hmm. you know it was it was really well done i i enjoyed it quite a bit um so uh yeah, yeah. i i saw that i i you know I, we follow each other on letterbox so i yeah. kind of keep it up and yeah uh i i was not familiar with that one so that i i'm definitely interested in it so i'm glad to hear it was good yeah 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 it was it was really cool um so how many do you have left? Because I want to make sure we kind of add. I, didn't, I know with the, some of the the stuff that we have in common, I want to know. I want to see. Yeah. Uh, so for the stuff, I know we have two in common that I know of for sure. Uh-huh. Then okay. I have uh, I have three others. Okay. And I have I have two others. Okay. Cool. Okay. Right. Or no, I have three others as well. All right. Yeah. Up. Uh, so I'll try to be faster. I know we're kind of getting late, but no, no, no. Uh, I just wanted to make sure that we were. You know, I wasn't. Uh, 
that you know wasn't like oh i have 12 and i have one you know (laughs) (laughs) yeah right uh so next i'll I'll do um a movie that it's one of those things where where vinegar syndrome does the stuff where they're like uh finally coming we bring it to blu-ray the the much anticipated or like sought after thing and i'm like i always fall for it man especially if like the cover art's pretty cool Uh uh-huh uh, so I, I had bought this movie called Invisible Maniac. Oh, okay. Uh-huh. Uh, from Vinegar Syndrome because like they sold me on it based on like <gasps> they've been waiting for it for years and I'm like I don't even know what it is. I want to see it. <laughs> Everybody's been waiting to see it, so I bought this movie. Uh, it, it's, it's like in The uh, Simpsons when uh, with the one where Bart falls down the well and they're like supplies yes. are limited. Who's like supplies are limited? Hundred percent. Hundred percent. And so when I started it, like, I was like, okay, uh, it, it's like um, if you mix pieces with porkies. Oh. <laughs> uh, it's like, uh, I'm like, okay, this is just a titty movie, but like with this yeah. guy, you know, who, who happens to be insane, whatever, right? And, and that is kind of a thing that was like even more driven home by the fact that most of the people in it, uh, I thought looked familiar for whatever reason, but then once I started looking at it, I knew half of them are porn stars from the eighties and I'm oh, like, Oh, wow. Well, yeah. I don't, okay. I don't, uh, that is not who I thought it was. Cause I, I know like that'll sound like I'm like talking shit or like making up stuff, but I didn't watch a lot of eighties porn. So yeah. just putting that out. But anyway, uh, so, so this is a movie from 1990, uh, directed by Adam Rifkin, uh, I don't know who that is. I don't know what else he did. Uh, <laughs> but it starts it's it's ridiculous in like so many good ways. Uh, uh, I was it's surprisingly charming for how sleazy it is. Yeah. Uh it, it's it's uh this kid it starts with this kid and he's like uh a lot like pieces, right? If you've seen pieces. Mm-hmm. Uh you know, that kid's like putting together that puzzle at the start and his mom comes in and finds him. And like she like beats the shit out of him and screams at him about being a pervert and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Very similar here. Uh, he's a super nerd, a very nerdy kid, and his mom is dead set on being a scientist. And he's he's looking through his telescope uh, next door to the girl next door who's like changing clothes, and his mom catches him. And the the funniest thing about this movie is is how it it. It's it's a horror comedy. Like let's mm-hmm. put that out there. It, very much so. And it's it's almost obvious from the beginning. Uh but like the way that it does like uh the passage of time, which is kind of the way it did in in uh bloody muscle, whatever the fuck. It's like then thirty years later. So this movie does that, but it does it a lot. Mm-hmm. It is like it's hilarious. So he He's a kid. His mom catches him. She's like, I'm going to lock you in your room for a month. And you, you're going to sit here and do your science work. And then, uh, and then it fast forwards. Like, it's like one month later. And like, he's like a little older and shit and like whatever. And like his mom like dies or something. And then it's like 10 years later. And like, he's in this room and he's, he's convinced that he, he's created a serum that makes him invisible. So he's been and in the room this whole time, just for the beginning, and then his mom oh, dies. Not, not and he for gets the ten out. years. No, 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 uh, no. Uh, and then, like after the one month, like his mom dies or whatever it is, and then it's like ten years later, and he's like an adult and shit, and like he's he's a scientist. He's he's gone. I guess he's gone to school and become a scientist. And you know that because he's wearing a white coat. Well, sure. And then he goes, yeah. 
and so he's in this this room where he he has invited the the top scientific minds in the world because he has invented an invisibility serum. Sure. And and you know they're the top scientific minds in the world because every one of them is wearing a white lab coat and glasses. Sure. Uh, very and the smart. room, yes. And the room is clearly a set where there's like a, a conference table and, and a fern. <laughs> and uh and that's about it uh and so <laughs> scientists don't have time to buy plants <laughs> exactly that's how you know something's off so he injects himself with the serum he he does not immediately go invisible even though he's sure that he's invisible and they all start like laughing at him and shit and like making fun of him and so he like he he goes nuts and like murders all of but like two of them <clears throat> and then and but but then and then they go and then it fast forwards like one month later. It just keeps doing this like time thing, right? <laughs> and, uh, Eight hours and later, like, <laughs> right, right. And then it's like he's in a he's in a mental facility, and and there's like this news story about how this guy, Kevin, it's like it's some ridiculous thing, like Kevin, like Dinglehopper or some shit like that. I can't remember, but it's very close to that. And it's like they do this news story about how uh, this Kevin Dinglehopper, a scientist, uh, escaped the needle because he was tried, you know, for being mentally unstable, right? And so, and so he's in a mental institution, sure. and then he escapes one night after. I don't know. It says something like 20 years later he's been in the mental institution, and it's the same character, like the same actor. Yes. Yes, it, but not as a kid, obviously. But like yeah, once yeah, he becomes yeah. an adult, yeah, same guy. Right. And he gets out. He's like his picture's been on the fucking news, the whole shit. And then he escapes the mental facility one night, and uh, and then like it's like I don't know how how much later it does again another thing later. He ends up getting a job as a as a physics professor for summer school. Uh, at this at this high school and uh he go he 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 says his name is is professor kevin smith and uh <laughs> instead of dinglehopper and uh and they just hire him it makes no i mean the same he doesn't do anything to change his appearance uh, he, he's clearly the guy that was on the news John that escaped the middle institution like, like literally this is the same guy who clearly escaped the mental institution uh, months earlier, mm-hmm. whose whose face was all over the news. But he calls himself Professor Smith, Kevin Smith, and they just give him the job for the summer school <laughs> because because who, whoever the physics professor was before like died uh, sure. from eating a sandwich. He was eating something. He was a fat dude, and I guess he ate a sandwich and had a heart attack, <laughs> so he died. That's literally their explanation, uh, and then. He's he's like, this and this is, is very uneasy. <laughs> it's it's hilarious. He, he is a, an extremely unhinged individual, uh, particularly when it comes to uh, women. Uh, mm-hmm. If he gets aroused or like excited, like he he becomes very uh, aggressively murderous, mm-hmm. not rapey, mm-hmm. but murderous. Sure. And 
And he also like can't stand the fact that like nobody takes him seriously. Nobody believes that he's trying to create this invisibility serum and stuff like that. And the whole, the, like I said, the whole time I'm I'm sitting there watching, I'm like, this is just an excuse to have porn stars take their shirts off and take showers and stuff. And I'm like, this is like this is stupid. Mm-hmm. But once he finally like goes off the rails, mm-hmm. because w- what happens is they they start pranking him. The the kids do. Oh, um, bad news. And yeah, uh, the first one, like the first thing they do is like kind of a lower tier like thing. They all like start making this like humming noise and he looks up and at the same time, they all like push their books off their desk and they hit the floor and scare him and that pisses him off. But it's like the next thing that happens is like he leaves the room during class one day and when he comes back, they put the bucket of water above the door. Oh, yeah, you and that's what that. really—that's what sets him off. Sure. And once he like, and, and it, again, like, it, while this has been going on, like the whole like school gig and stuff, he's been like he—he's he has this like one bedroom apartment that he lives in, and like he stays up all night working on his serum. Sure. And at one point, you know, he eventually he like perfects it and and figures out how to become invisible. Uh, and so. He does that, and then once they do the prank thing, and he really like goes off the deep end, like goes nuts, mm-hmm. and starts like murdering all of them. Mm-hmm. Like, like once that whole thing starts and he's invisible, like this movie goes from like eye-rollingly stupid to like adorably like charming and hilarious, and it has like some decent kills, and it it kind of made me understand why like people actually liked it because before I was like, this is just this is just. Yeah, not my thing. I get it. If if you're like a 15 year old, 14 year old, and there's like a, this movie full of boobies and whatnot, right? You know, you'd be into it. But like, <laughs> the kills are fucking hilarious. They're uh-huh. great, and like the fact that like this movie's not like acted by like you know world class actors, and the fact that they have to spend most of the movie acting against something that isn't there, right? Like. Like watching these people who who probably this is their only movie uh, for most of the dudes, I assume. And then for most of the, the girls, uh, this is probably the only thing that wasn't a, a porno they've ever been in. Right. Like watching them act against uh, someone who isn't there. It was it was so fucking funny, man. Like I was <laughs> like, this is amazing. The the first kill in the, that once he goes nuts is my favorite one. The This guy is like. The, the one like nerdy stoner kid who doesn't have a girlfriend. Mm. There's this other girl who's clearly into him and they have a scene in a, in the cafeteria where they're finally like letting each other know they're into each other and stuff. And that's his like first kill after he goes nuts. And he picks up a, like a sub and like crams it down the kid's throat. Oh, like the whole like 12 inch sub. But like, Obviously, you don't see him doing it. So it's like you're watching this dude pick up a sandwich and like cram it in his fucking throat. And then <laughs> he's like, the practical was, he a, was he a sandwich artist at that point? Exactly. And like with the practical effect of him doing that and then like the the prosthetic neck like expanding and swelling and shit yeah, while he's yeah. pretending to choke. It was fantastic. That's awesome. It, uh, that's the best kill in the movie, to be honest. But like, mm-hmm. there there are others that are good too. Uh, there's a there's an extended fight scene on the roof with the one of the jock kids, and he ends up throwing the jock off the roof of the school and stuff. 
man, it's just there's some really good practical stuff. And then, mm. like I said, watching like not great actors just act their hearts out against nothing. Yeah. You know, for, for an invisible maniac and stuff. And it was so fu- it was so fucking funny. I, I ended up having a ball with it. Well, that's awesome. Yeah, that definitely sounds. I mean, yeah, there was like, uh, yeah, there was this whole like genre, like you said, like Porky's and you know, mm. I mean, just like this whole genre of. It's like it was like cutting class eighties. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, cutting class meets Porky's, you know, or yeah. something like that, right? Huh. Yeah. But somehow ended up being fucking hilarious. <laughs> or like uh, 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 police academy. That was always, like that was. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Exactly. That's yeah. you're in the right mindset. But just yep. imagine an invisible lunatic shoving sure. a subway sandwich down a teenager's neck. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. That was in that was in Police Academy Four, if I remember correctly. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh come on, man. That was Miami, right? Yeah, that's right. <laughs> All my right. favorite was three Citizens on Patrol. Oh my god, Classic. yes. <laughs> Classic. <laughs> god, I forgot all about that one. Mm-hmm. Jesus Christ. Okay. Um, so next one for me is uh, it's from 1983, uh, Eyes of Fire, which is a four movie. Good yet, movie. Yeah, um, good movie. You know, you kind of expect it to be it, – it has a very British feel to it, but it wasn't. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. Yep. You know, without getting you know kind of too much into it, it was basically this preacher kind of gets kicked out of this colony because he had two two wives – one of which was married to this guy who was off trapping, uh, you know, for the for the colony, and they um, so they're they're kind of uh, moving through the wilderness trying to find some place to live, and and are being beset by, you know, the native tribes, and and they find this valley that the natives won't go in, and they natives won't go there because it's they, they feel it's cursed, but they're like ah, it'll be fine. Well, it turns out yeah, there's like a forest spirit, and it's not too mm-hmm. thrilled with them being there. Um, you know, the thing about this movie is it's very weird. You know, their idea of like a forest for spirits was like naked people covered in mud. Um, yes. Yep. But the practical effects in terms of this was like like what you would expect Swamp Thing to look like before <laughs> there was like Swamp Thing. Like, I mean, the amount of effort and, and creativity uh, that went into building these creature suits that looked like there was a, a scene where it looks like the forest floor, and then all of a sudden it's a person. Like it was, it was just absolutely amazing. Uh, yeah. And they they played with like kind of reverse, um, you know, reversing the film to really make it look like this thing kind of just goes back into the ground. The story's bananas. You know, one of the women is a yeah, witch, yeah. and there's some weird stuff, and and a little girl who's a demon. But I mean, like some of the practical effects in terms of, you know, how they built, and there's like faces in the trees and all this stuff, mm-hmm. and, um, and and you know, people getting taken. So, um, you know, I would love. It was a movie where, like, like I said, the practical stuff was really cool. But it's almost like, like you would love, like, kind of a a modern, almost like a modern remake where people, yeah, like find that valley. You know, not like a redo, but like a more like a like in modern times where they find the valley and like weird shit starts happening. Uh, because mm-hmm. there was some cool stuff in there. It was just a little off and uh, you know, like a little too bonkers like it's almost like it almost it feels in some ways like a movie that would have been made like 10 years earlier we're kind of coming off of 
the late sixties and, and the drug culture and everything and, and having that kind of gonzo vibe to it. Um, yeah. so it feels odd being made in the early eighties, but just some mm-hmm. really cool effects. And, and, and we typically don't see folk horror like that from the U S that that's typically a more British. Yeah. Um, yes. You know, it very much had that kind of feel to it. Yep. European type of thing. So yeah, it was, yep. it was, it was really good. I enjoyed it quite a bit. Yeah, that was one. I, I watched that. I remember that VHS being scared shitless of the VHS of that when I was a kid at one of the video stores in Roanoke. Uh, and then um, that Woodlands Dark and Days Bewitched box set. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was one of the movies that was included in that box set, but they also did a separate release for it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so I remembered seeing the cover, so I bought the, the separate release. Um yeah, because that, that box set was stupid expensive. Yeah. Uh, so I didn't buy it. Uh, I love the documentary. Uh, that was part of that box set. Yeah. But, yep. Uh, you know, and I wanted to, like, like watching the documentary, maybe you want to watch a lot of the movies, but I just mm-hmm. I just couldn't pull the trigger on, like, a $250 box set, you yeah. know. Yeah, for sure. Uh, but I did buy that. I did buy that Blu-ray, and I watched it. Uh, and, man, I was like, I, I remember seeing this and being, like, terrified of it. But, man, yeah. I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. Yeah. But yeah, everything you're saying, yeah, I agree with. Yeah. Uh, all right. So next for me, uh, I'll do Alone in the Dark. I don't know if you've ever seen this one. Uh, that this sounds is, familiar. Uh, so I obviously know it's a video game. Uh, and then there's like, okay, they did that must the Uwe, be where I know it from. Yeah. Uwe Boll did that shit Christian Slater movie version of that video game. Mm-hmm. But Alone in the Dark uh, is a 1982 horror film directed by Jack Shoulder, uh, who did like something fuck i'm stupid doesn't matter uh the changeling or something like that oh yeah 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 george c scott yeah, yeah so uh this i think it was the same guy director of 15 film oh the hidden sorry not the changeling he did the oh, hidden okay. but anyway uh this is a movie um that uh, you already know it's going to be good just based on the cast so it, it stars uh jack palance Oh my god! Our favorite, my favorite, our Dracula. favorite from from Tango and Cash, also yeah. from Tango and Cash. Yeah, Cash and Tango, Tango. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. I I knew that was going to come up. That's why I brought him up. First. Oh god, I love that uh, movie so much. Same, you same. Saw it in the number one. Oh god. Oh god. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so so Jack Palance and uh, uh, Martin Landau. Oh fuck uh, yes. Yeah. And uh, our boy Donald Pleasance, nice uh, in this horror film. Have you ever seen this? No. Okay. So, uh, so this is a movie that came out eighty two. Uh, it's about uh, uh, Donald Pleasance is a psychiatrist who runs, uh, who's working at this mental hospital. So, first of all, let me just say, I, I don't know what's okay to say about certain things and this movie's probably problem problematic oh uh, when it comes to a lot of like mental issues yeah uh, you know but you know it's 1982 uh and he, he runs a, a mental hospital uh and there's a doctor a psychiatrist who who's leaving and a new guy's coming in uh and and the guy who left uh the doctor who left uh his replacement uh he deals with this group of people with schizophrenia mm-hmm. and it's, it's Martin Landau who was uh, a priest 
who had a predilection for uh who's also a pyromaniac. Oh uh, yes, I have seen that. Yeah. And and uh uh there's a guy who won't show his face. Uh, yes. Who's like his nose bleeds and he's a strangler. Yes. And there's yes, like yes, this yes. fat this fat dude who's a, a pedophile. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then uh, and then Jack Palance. Uh, and and so the the new doctor coming in. Uh, it, it, these are his patients. His, yeah. His, uh, and they're it's convinced. A, yeah, it's like the, the the serial killers all team up. <laughs> yeah. It's like Halloween if Halloween had four Michael Myers. It's like, amazing. <laughs> yeah, that movie yeah. is fantastic. Oh, it was so good. I'd never seen it. I bought the, the Shout Factory release of it. Uh, I'd seen the cup, like the poster, which is like that. that there's like a, a this guy. You only see his leg and like his arm is holding like a double headed axe. Mm-hmm. And it's like alone in the dark. And I'm like, holy shit, that looks gnarly. And so I, and I loved, you know, Shot Factory always does this thing when they, they commission new artwork for the slip covers and stuff. Mm-hmm. And the slip cover was dope. And I was like, okay. But I'd never watched it. And so, like, I, I watched it uh, this past week. And I was like, oh my God, it's good, man. It's literally that. Like, uh, the, so the, the guy. Yeah, takes I watched over. it November 10th of last year. Nice. Uh, so the new doctor takes over and. Uh, the the his patients are convinced that he killed their doctor. Yeah. Yep. And they want to kill him yep. for having done that. Right. It. Uh, and then it just so happens after all this transpires that there's like a, a blackout in the city for mm-hmm. some reason. It's just like this whole like there's this whole like weird like anti nuclear power sub. Yes. On yes. <laughs> Uh, and because of it was nuclear a, these power. were a weird time. We were, <laughs> yes, you know, Three yes. Mile Island happened, and you know, was, everybody was and, a little and, scared. Uh, so Jack Palance, being the leader of the, of the group, uh, they all break out and they go. They they figure out where this new doctor lives, and they they kind of when it first when they first go out, there's like so when when the blackout happens, there's like looting going on, like motherfuckers mm-hmm. are like burning shit, like they're yep. like looting stuff. They go into like this store and get clothing and like weaponry and shit. Yep. And then they go to the guy's house and and it kind of from there it's basically the same plot as Halloween. Yeah. Uh but one of the interesting things about it is the guy that never shows his face, mm-hmm. he goes into the store and he picks up a hockey mask. Yeah. And I was like is this the first time we get a hockey mask killer? Like I had to look it up because I was like mm. 82. Mm. That had to have been close to Halloween three, right? Or not Halloween three, uh, yeah. Friday 13th three. And I was like, when Jason first gets the hawk. Yeah. And so I looked it up. So, so Friday 13th part three came out in August of 82. Uh, and this movie was November. Okay. But yeah, we got two hockey masked murderers in, in slashers that were clearly based upon Halloween in the same year. Uh, awesome. but this one, but, but, Jason did do it first, technically. Awesome. Uh, but yeah, man, I I love this movie. It was yeah, so good. It was very. I don't good. know why people like more people don't talk about it. Like, but it's it's essentially Halloween, but with four Michael Myers. Yeah, I mean, I think it was just it was kind of a weird. You know, there's just so much. I, you know, it's just, it was a very dense. Like, it was a very yeah, horror got, dense time. Right, he got lost in the shuffle. Exactly. Of, you know, the, and the and it doesn't. It's got a even even back then. Those dudes were all old. Right, mm-hmm. so it's like mm-hmm. you know, I mean, that's the other thing. So, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. No, that movie's awesome. Yeah, yeah. Thoroughly enjoyed it. Um. All right, so I'm gonna run 
my last two down real quick just so that we can get into the meat of things. Um, sure. First one is Exorcist Believer, which um, mm, I haven't not, seen yet. Not good. Um, mm. You know, it, uh, it's 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 not. It's made made by um, what's his name, David Gordon Green, or whatever his name was. Mm. Uh, mm-hmm. This is not the the Halloween 2017 version of Exorcist. Yeah. This is the the Halloween ends. It's just a jumble Oof. of. I mean, it's, well, I've heard I've heard it's half of a good movie and half of garbage. I don't know. I don't know if I'd even say it's half of a good movie, to be honest. OK, um, gotcha. you know, it, it's clearly trying to go for the shock value of, um, you know, an exorcist where, oh, once the girl's possessed, she's you know rubbing one out in church or whatever. And it's like, <laughs> you know what I mean? It's just like it's, it's just trying to get you to be freaked out by a little girl going, the body and the blood, the body and the blood. Mm, you know, and mm. then it's just like th- there was, though, this, and I, and I text you about it, and I, and, I, and I can't wait for you to watch it, because the two things on the Exorcist Believer mood board I would not have expected. One is the scene from Infinity War or Endgame, whichever one of the last one was, where, you know, Cap is fighting Thanos <laughs> yeah. and he thinks he's done yeah. and all of a sudden it's like on your left. Like there is a scene mm. where that happens just with a Catholic priest and I <laughs> laughed my ass off and mm. I don't think I was supposed to. And then the other thing was the the Valentine's Day episode for The Simpsons where Lisa gives Ralph Wiggum, yeah. I choo choo choose you. <laughs> I choo choose you. Exactly. Like, it's right here. You can see where his heart breaks. Uh, like I. So so this is what I'm thinking of. These two things. I don't think that's what I was supposed to be thinking of. That's what you want from your Exorcist movie. Come on. And man. and so I and I, and and so I watched this movie and then I watched and I'm going to spoil a little like when evil lurks, which is one of the movies we both watch. And I mean, my God, you could not, there couldn't be a bigger contrast between possession movies. If you tried this just felt like, and then what would really bother me too was, you know, they don't stick with Gina Davis as having been, you know, Regan from, you know, from the, the, the really good Exorcist TV show that was on Fox where, you know, it fantastic ended up that, show. That no, it was Davis, way better than any right to be. Yeah. Yeah. The Gina Davis was Regan. They didn't, they mm-hmm. just, they just pretended that whole fucking thing didn't exist, which really pissed me off. Cause mm-hmm. that show deserved way better than that. It um, sure did. So I, you know, I mean, I want you to watch this movie just so that we can laugh about it. I don't want you, yeah, I mean, you're not wait. an Exorcist fan. So for you, it's fine. Like you don't, whatever. Um, oh yeah. You know, but I think it, the Exorcist is one of my favorite comedies of all time. Well, then you'll like this the will be right up your alley. You'll be yeah. this is like Hangover Two for you. Uh, <laughs> yeah, like Pope's Pope's Exorcist. Good God, man! What if that was one of my favorite comedies like yeah. of recent years? <laughs> like, yeah. Um, and then the next movie, which was actually the last movie that I watched, was Housebound, which I had been wanting to see for mm. a while, uh, and then just had just absolutely charming. You know, kind of this Kiwi sense of humor. You know, reminded me of like an Extraordinary or The Innkeepers. Um, yeah. You know, young woman gets placed on house arrest uh, because of trouble with the law with her mom and her stepdad. And her mom's always been saying that the house was haunted. And mm-hmm. so uh, she thinks the house is haunted because a ghost tries to grab her leg in the in the, the basement. And then her kind of the per, the guy who's like assigned to monitor her ankle bracelet, who's also is like a ghost facer on the side. You know, he comes mm-hmm. and tries to help her out. Um, and then them trying to, you know piece together 
you know, what happened and, and because it turns out her house, her dad got a great deal on what had been uh, a halfway house where a young girl had been murdered. Uh, so, you know, just a very dry sense of humor. Um, and But, you know, she, she's a very difficult character to like at the beginning. Uh, yeah. But then, like, she really grows on you. And just, like, there's a lot of heart in this movie, especially... You know, as you as things kind of progress and you and you kind of see what happened, but um, just very funny. But again, that very dry Australian kind of New Zealand yeah. sense of humor, um, just absolute, really, really worth it. It was one of those ones I just I kind of kept seeing, you know, seeing it pop up on the different services, and I was just like, I've yeah. seen this, and I hadn't. And so once I realized I hadn't seen it, I was like, okay, I need to make sure that I watch Housebound, and it just ended up being the last thing that I watched. <laughs> Yeah, I, I, man, I, that's the one I keep thinking I need to revisit because I, I, I watched it, whatever year it came out, where everybody was talking about it and stuff, and like I ended 2014 up 2014 uh, is when it came. Yeah, out. and so so I, I ended up buying the Blu-ray, uh, Blu-ray, the DVD. Back then I was still doing DVDs, mm. uh, unless it was like something I really wanted on blue. But uh, I, I own it. I watched it once i think and i don't think i've seen it since i remember liking it but i don't remember shit about it so yeah it, it was it was really it. good uh it was yeah. really good especially the very very end like i mean it's a movie that ends perfectly like the la- the absolute last yeah, I, scene is just is fantastic yeah yeah as well yeah i got i got to really go back good. to it yeah nice all right so i have one more before i guess we get into the 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 big two mm-hmm. um so I so I bought a box set from Arrow from a director, uh, who the only thing I knew that he had done was one movie. Uh, but this box set has like ten of his films on it. Mm-hmm. But but the reason I bought it, uh, this is uh, Shinya Sukamoto. Hmm. Uh, he did Tetsuo the Iron Man in oh, 1989. Okay. Yeah, uh, never seen it. It's one of those again, like um, like a. Japanese Evil Dead, something I remember reading a lot about on the internet back when I first got on the internet, and it's just mm-hmm. not a thing that I could ever, I ever had a chance to see. Um, and then, like when I did, it was like this movie's only like forty-five. No, it's it's sixty-seven minutes. It's, it's mm-hmm. just over an hour. Uh, and I was like, and it was always so expensive. And I was like, nah. But then Arrow put out this box set with mm-hmm. like. Like I said, ten of his films, so I ended up buying that, and I just never like broke it open. And I was like, you know, now like I said, I've been doing like mm-hmm. you know, I'm buying this shit and I watch it. So, so, uh, so I bust that open, and uh, man, this is. Uh, are you familiar with this? No. Uh-uh. Okay, so uh, this is like um, if you asked uh, David Cronenberg to direct uh, a Nine Inch Nails music video. <laughs> And had Phil Tippett do some of the effects. Uh, it's it's uh, it's again a quick sixty-seven minutes, but holy shit! Once it once it goes, it just goes, and you just kind of strap in. Yeah. Uh, it, it, similarly to uh, to Japanese Evil Dead, um, it starts with a guy who is he takes an exacto knife and he he splices his leg open with it sure. and he sticks uh, a metal rod into it mm. and then uh, he's surprised when he opens the bandage and it's full of maggots and so he takes off running and this uh, completely normal seemingly normal man 
is in the in the car with his girlfriend and and he's running through the street the other guy is uh-huh. running through the street and and this normal guy runs into him uh and and kills him and then uh from there he starts uh he starts noticing that certain parts of his body are becoming robotic or metal uh-huh. uh like he 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 sees this like tiny like little like thing on his face and when he when he pulls on it his whole cheek falls off and he's like yeah. half terminator and shit and it's kind of it, it's 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 black and white um it's some of the best body horror you'll ever see it's like cronenberg level body horror yeah um but done with like this almost like music video like whiplash quickness uh-huh. to it uh, yeah, it's very, very horny. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, I was just sitting here like, what the fuck am I watching? <laughs> yeah. Like he, he wakes up uh, in his apartment with his girlfriend. And like I said, half, he pulls that thing on his face and then like his cheek falls off and there's all like gears and shit underneath going on. He looks like a T-1000 or T- uh-huh. T-800. But then his dick is like this giant fucking weird spinning like mechanism and stuff and then like he's banging his girlfriend and he ends up killing her but then she's not dead she comes back it's fucking bizarre yeah but at the same time like the practical effects are so fucking good you can't stop watching it yeah it's just it's just it's just one thing after another there's not a lot of exposition there's not even a lot of dialogue uh-huh. it's just these things keep happening as he becomes more and more of a machine uh-huh. uh and then it kind of goes from there. The, I think they call the guy who, who was sticking the, the rod in his legs and shit, the, the fetishist or something. Mm-hmm. He, this motherfucker comes back and like, apparently he's been controlling this thing and all this stuff. It's, there's a lot going on for a little bit of exposition. It's kind of one of those things where after you watch it, you, you kind of read about it and you're like, Oh, okay. That's but Yeah. But if you wanted to watch like, if like I said, David Cronenberg uh, directing a horny Nine Inch Nails video, like this is your movie. Yeah, and who? Wouldn't but it's want fu- that? it's fantastic. Like it's really good. Like uh-huh. it's one of those things where it's like, even though like you're watching some supremely fucked up shit, you can't take your eyes off it. Right. Because it's just like it's just mesmerizing. Like it's so like visionary and like the artistic like you know like just just coming up with this year. Like who the fuck comes up with this? Right. And I have so much respect. For like artists who can do that type of shit, you know, like this guy and, and, and the other thing is like when I watch stuff like this, like, like I said, 89, you can see the inspiration for like, like Titan, Titan, whatever the fuck you yeah. call it, that kind of thing. You can see inspiration in so much other shit that we've seen since mm-hmm. that, that came from this, that I feel like maybe this, I mean, you know, I, I hope that people give it, you know. It's due diligence, but like maybe they don't like maybe, you know, I don't like that. You know, like what Titan was, was the director of raw, right? Yeah. Yeah. And like, you know, I, I've watched interviews and I, she, I never saw that she mentioned, uh, Tetsuo, but man, it had to have been an inspiration right. for that. Right. Know? Yeah. There's no way you could watch this movie and be like, or watch, like not have seen this movie and be like, what if I made a movie where a woman fucked a car? Right, right, like, exactly. This, this is like you had to have seen this. It's like right. when James Wan is like, uh, 
he said he'd never seen Night of the Creeps when he made uh, fucks that movie. Uh, Slither. Oh yeah, like, Slither. Slither is very obviously right. Just Night of the Creeps, but with a budget and like bigger actors. Right. But he's like, I had never even seen it. Like bullshit. Come right. On, man. <laughs> like come on. <laughs> So that, that's kind of like the that's kind of like the the feeling I got from this to like Titan or Titan whatever. Uh huh. Yeah. Like this is like Titan is this, but like you know, just a much larger scale, bigger budget, right. you know, that stuff of stuff. But like, it, but uh, man, just from from costume design to just how fucked up it was, mm-hmm. uh, it's incredible. Yeah. And like like I said, I got. I've got nine other of his films to get to it. I'm going to be doing that this week because I, I liked it that much. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. It's always cool. Like when you, you find someone like that where you're, you know, you really kind of vibe with them as a filmmaker and then, and then it really just makes you want to, um, you know, just kind of keep, uh, kind of yeah. experiencing their man. stuff. Yeah. Because like, if this was his first thing and I assume it was, I don't know, it was the first film in the box set, but like, I assume you know, cause there's a Tetsuo two in there. I'm, I'm, that's the next thing I'll watch hands down. But, but like I said, uh, I assume he's done nothing, but I don't know, gotten bigger budgets and like bigger opportunities. I can't wait to see what this motherfucker did. <laughs> like, right. Right. After this, with more money. Good yeah. God. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So the last two, uh, one of them was, uh, it lives inside, which, uh, mm-hmm. what came out this year. And that is, um, it's uh, kind of an interesting take on uh, kind of Indian folklore. Um, basically, this this young girl, she's a teenager. You can tell she's she's very, um, you know, not thrilled with with kind of her parents are still or her mom particularly is very traditional Indian, and she she's not very interested in kind of keeping her culture going. Uh, and she had a friend um, that. Uh, she was really close with and this friend kind of basically they, they, they had a falling out because of um, you know the, the, the friend had basically kind of wanted to still kind of say remain somewhat close to her culture and this girl didn't but the friend has mm-hmm. been you, she's carrying around what looks like a, a jar filled with like black goo like the symbiote from you know Venom or whatever <laughs> um, and she's hearing yeah. voices and whatnot and and so um you know, basically tells the the main character like you've got a you you need to help me like you have to help me get rid of this thing I found it in this house of these people who had burned to death like it's talking to me we have to get rid of it and and the girl's like fuck that and she like breaks it open and turns out yeah there was like a, a vengeful spirit in there um, and uh, essentially would feed on fear and 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 try to kill everybody close to. Uh, the person who you know is kind of attached to it, and so um, yep. you know the 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 girl basically then has to protect her family from it, and uh, and it was it was an interesting story. I mean, it was it was it was good. I mean, I enjoyed it. I don't I didn't regret my yeah. time with it. I mean, I don't think it was anything like. Uh, I mean, it was kind of fun to see a different cultural take on horror. Like you know, I mean, it wasn't just it was a slasher movie, and it wasn't like a traditional kind of ghost story. Well, it, was, it was almost like an evil genie, uh, for lack of a yeah. better word. Well, also some like 
I, I felt like uh, some surprisingly like cool like creature stuff, yeah, uh, which I didn't expect uh, going into it. Like I said, uh, I thought this was I thought this was the next movie we we're gonna talk about because yeah. just based on like the poster art and like you know the the naming convention is is somewhat similar, and I got them mixed up in my head. Uh-huh. Um, so when I watched this, I was like, "This isn't a possession movie. Like, it's <laughs> not. This is not what I thought this was." But uh. It, it, it's it's very much in in the vein of like talk to me and like uh, yeah. the boogeyman and stuff you know the but and I love the boogeyman like the boogeyman yeah. I this one of my favorite movies this year uh, this uh, this one uh, it's good it's fine uh, it didn't do anything to like set itself apart like a, like you said outside of like you know it being like the Indian thing and I, you know I don't I'm not a person who can speak to uh, you know like Indian. Uh, folklore or like you know like they're like kind of stuff like that uh so i feel like uh if that's kind of your jam this probably hits a little closer yeah 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 100 percent. yeah yeah um uh, but i but at the same time like i to its credit i, I thought man i was surprised at, at how much it did with like creature stuff that yeah you know because like typically in these movies you know if it's something that's invisible you really don't see it right yeah you fuck, you fucking see it in this movie, and it looks yeah. pretty fucking dope. I yeah, ain't gonna lie, it like it, it looked pretty fucking cool. Like I was surprised uh, at the creature stuff in this, and that's kind of what put it over the top for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I probably would have been disappointed in it had it not been for that. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Yeah, but I mean, it's you know, I, I it's for me like like we said. I mean, I just I always kind of like when when there's kind of a new opportunity to 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 see you know the you know just basically different. In different takes on on horror, um, but but yeah, 100%, also you know, like that, the, her mom was my favorite character. Because, she was great, yeah, yeah. Like you know, this the way she played it. Like I don't know that actress's name, but she I thought she was phenomenal. Yeah, yeah. Because and I, I mean, felt it, like I literally felt like that's how that character would have been reacting to all this stuff. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. It was very genuine. Yeah, absolutely. And her yeah. dad, her dad was fucking great. I like that. Like I said, like that's the thing. Like like the the. the the characters in the movie and then the creatures, I was like, not so much like the daughter, like, cause she was like your typical teenager or whatever, but yeah. And that's the thing. It's like, you, you do kind of feel almost like she was, I'm not going to say she was the weakest part of it, but you, you just, I mean, it's, I don't know. Sometimes it's like teens being, and you understand, like, you know, it must be difficult, but you know, you're also just yeah. like, you know, I don't know. When you're older, you have less patience for shitty teens. Yes, yes, hundred <laughs> <laughs> percent. Especially when you when you might have a couple of them. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so uh, that brings us to the, uh, not just you know when I posted at work, uh, you know that I watched 31 horror movies in 31 days, and people were like, "Well, what was the best one you saw?" and mm-hmm. Um, this was not only the best horror movie I saw this month. This was so far the best horror movie uh, I've seen this year. Um, Same. It's my number one for the year. Easy. And that is uh, When Evil Lurks, which is currently available on Shutter. So Damien Rugna directed it, and he directed Terrified. Um, mm-hmm. You know, and and I watched this the day after I watched Polter or uh, Poltergeist. Listen to me, Exorcist. <laughs> Mm. So it was like, you know, you cannot. Boy. <laughs> yeah, like, I mean, talk about just an exercise in contrast. 
you know, exercise believers, like, you know, whatever. It's, it's just a typical exorcist movie. It's very, whatever. There's no, there's nothing surprising about it. This movie just shows, um, what can be done when you have a filmmaker who just has a fresh take on a traditional horror idea. Um, you know, like this is a movie where, you know, basically imagine as if exorcism, not exorcism, but possession was a real thing. And it's handled much like if you have a rabid animal, right? Like you have to call animal control, you have to call cleaners to come. There's, there's government protocol, but then also imagine if those people just didn't give a shit and didn't believe it because it just didn't happen very often. Um, Mm -hmm. so these two brothers essentially, uh, you know, are kind of out walking the property. They hear shots one night. They're they're going, uh, and they they find the, this basically person been cut in half in the woods, and they realize oh they were heading out to this uh, this one property. And when they go there, what they find is that this this older woman and her son, young son, that uh, her other son is now what they call a rotten, and a rotten mm-hmm. is basically somebody who's possessed, and not just possessed. But there's something inside of them that's trying to come out. It's not a possession in the sense of like the exorcist. It's more like, you know, there is a there is an evil, like a demon using this body as a way to birth itself into the world. And they say there's very specific rules about how you deal with a rotten. Like you you don't use firearms. Uh, you can't yep. get your your pets around it. Like there's all these rules, and these two brothers, then essentially, who they know they should have just left. They should have just not not even not 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 like pack a bag and go, but like get in your car and go because the 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 everything don't is, even pack a bag. Like, don't even pack a bag because yeah. you you run the risk of essentially it, it's like a it's like the it's like a combination between a possession movie. And like an outbreak type of movie where you have to, yes. you know, th- yep. this idea of possession as being something that's communicable. And mm-hmm. so, and then, and so it, it, on the one hand, it works as a possession movie. On the other hand, it works as, you know, like a communicable disease movie where it's like, it's almost know, like, uh, it, it's almost like a, uh, it follows or yeah. like, uh, even Bird Box, if Bird Box mm-hmm. hadn't been a piece of shit. Right, <laughs> right. But it's like, you know, when you see, if you can imagine, like, instead of a rotten, let's say it was like a smallpox patient, and the local mm-hmm. government is like, there hasn't been smallpox in fucking 30 years. We're, no, we're not sending right. someone, right? Right. And right. so uh, so there's all of these rules, and then, you know, people in the movie who know full well the rules, just how much things break down because people when don't follow them. Well, um, when it's your family. like When, when it's, it's your, your family, kids, yeah. You know? Yeah. 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 Um, and there is the, 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 the effects work is fantastic. There are some, Oh, it's so good. Absolutely. Ridiculously gross moments. <laughs> in Ugh, this movie. Bro, this movie, it pulls zero punches. Yeah. It, it goes, it goes from what the fuck to, Oh, what the fuck? Like, yeah. So many times, uh, good God, things that you, I was like, they're not going to do that. And yeah. then like, then it happens. You're just like, oh god, like Jesus Christ. This is this is this is the um, 
Oh, fuck. What's the name of that movie that we love so much? I know, there's a lot of them. <laughs> I know. I'm, I'm dumb. I've been thinking about it all day, and I'm like, the name just escaped me. Uh, the one that we told everybody to watch a couple of years. We got oh, the screener the Dark for and the Wicked. This is the dark and the wicked of the year for me. Yeah. Like, yeah. It, it, it's just, it's just that thing where I just sat here and I was like, Jesus Christ. Like, everything that was happening, I was just like, man, I felt so bad for this guy. Yeah. You know, and his brother. And, like, I, I, I so, like, related to him, like, just trying to save his kids and, like, dealing mm-hmm. with the fact that, you know, he, he his kids lived with his ex-wife and her new husband and like yep. they leave new like good god man the, the the first thing that really happened where i was like fuck was like yeah. the dog attack and and the way oh, that they framed that i god. you knew like you oh my knew god. something was coming you were like you did the, right it, it, i wasn't sure they were going to show it yeah because of the way that like they had done it and i was like oh it's going you're just going to hear it yeah, and then and then it when it happened, I was like, "Oh my god!" Yeah, like, but then like it goes even further after that. Yeah, you know, with when the 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 husband comes back. Yeah, and I'm like, I love the little girl dancing. Yeah, I was like, "Oh my god, dude, this is fucking twisted," and I loved it. You know, like, and it just it just builds from there. Uh, it's like, yep. good. You just think it's not going to go there in so many ways, and it it absolutely does. Yeah, and you just know, like, there's not going to be a happy ending at all, right? Right. You just know that. And and, the, and, and the and, thing that I loved about it, and it's funny you mentioned Dark and the Wicked because I I thought the same thing, is that it's it's very much you know it's like. I don't know the 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 Exorcist movies, the way that they portray not, not all the ones since the first one. It's like I don't know they they they, they this part of the reason why Dark of the Wicked I think freaked me out so much was just just this idea of like what the fuck did this family do? Like I mean, why would the yeah. devil pick this family? And that. Right base like almost street yeah. level evil not just yep. grand yep. you know what i mean and it's like you know since the exorcist movies are kind of you know really grapple with faith and all that stuff i mean they make it very clear at the beginning of this movie like the church is dead i mean how how is the church yes. it's like god is dead because i mean like once mm. you know possession is a thing who the fuck cares about church anymore um but mm. it's like it's just such a nasty just such a mm. nasty uh thing like the way that it torments people and as it as it moves through this town it's just it's very the level of cruelty is is almost like in in evil dead like the deadites like how it's it's not enough to just be violent it's it's being mean-spirited and 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 yes and it's just but it was so good it was so that's the difference that's the difference for me when i say the exorcist is one of my favorite comedies of all time yeah it's because first of all I there's no reason for me to give a shit about Reagan, yeah, at all, right? You know, it, well, I think it, I think it, at the time it was probably shocking because it was a little girl, and you're supposed sure, to just yeah, sure. But like, watch her mother's a, a lunatic. Yeah. I don't give a fuck about her. Uh, I don't necessarily care about uh, Papa Harris, you know, whatever. Yeah. Uh, and then and then just just having a little girl uh, with like some like prosthetic makeup on saying hilariously fucked up stuff doesn't scare me. It makes me laugh. Yeah. Right. Uh, but when you present it in the way that, uh, you're, 
you present characters the way the dark and the wicked does yeah. and the way this movie does, you know, and, and, and even terrified, right? Like yeah. it, when I, when they genuinely are innocent people or innocent, right. you know, characters and, and, and you've given me enough information or show me enough things where like, I, I don't want horrible things to happen because they're right. not saying to the priest that his mother's sucking cocks in hell. Cause that cracks me up. <laughs> it's but very like, funny. If they're not saying that type of stuff and yeah. like this supremely fucked up stuff is still happening. That's when like I get uneasy and that's when yeah. I'm like, Oh, come on. Like, yeah. really? Like, yeah. please don't do this. Yeah. And I'm sitting there and then you're watching someone walk down the road, eating their brain. And I'm oh like, my God. That was amazing. The yeah. Cause the sound cue at first at? and then, yeah. Well, and, and I mean, then what happens and, yep. and, and knowing that the character who, who's also in the scene knows the rules and he's seen this horrible fucking thing. Yep. And he's like, fuck these rules, man. Yep. I'm about to run this shit down. Like I'm about to like, yeah. Yeah. I'm just like, oh damn, it just, bro. It just, it just hits so much harder mm-hmm. than, than if I don't care. And I'm just watching a priest jump on the bed and yeah. start fucking wailing on an, uh, a girl that I don't give a fuck about. Cause that makes me laugh too. Yeah. Like, I'm sorry. I know that was shocking in whatever year the extras came out in, but like, yeah, but we you know I, I've told this story before, but when whatever anniversary of the exorcist it was where it first got re-released in the yep. theaters, you know, and I went and saw, I went and saw it with Gene and I had only ever seen it on like TBS Mm-hmm. And on TBS, it's terrifying. Oh yeah, because they cut all the funny stuff. Right. And so, but we went. And it was October thirteenth or thirty first. Is it either Halloween or the thirteenth of whatever year was whatever the anniversary was? We pissed off every person in that in that theater because we were laughing so hard. Mm-hmm. And I never considered the extras funny until I saw it unedited in the theater. Yeah. And it cracked me the fuck up. Yeah. But like, it's like, again, I, I'm not religious. I don't believe in the shit. It's whatever. Um, but when, when you present it in a way that, that the dark and the wicked does and, and the way that terrified did and the way mm-hmm. that this movie does, where I genuinely care about people who are completely innocent outside of this fucked up thing happening. Yeah. And, and then watch And especially this movie, watching a father yeah. who's been ostracized from his family, which I know a little bit about mm-hmm. and, and then watching him like make one bad decision after another, right. Just trying to protect his family. It, it, it's, it's terrifying. It's heartbreaking. Like, and it makes for such a better movie for me. Yeah, no, a hundred percent. And I mean, it's just, I mean, there's just so much to it. There's so many, you know, it's got gore, creepy kids. It's got, mm-hmm. you know, the good and, and, you know, I think that, if you are going to make a big deal about there being rules, you have to play by them. And this movie does. Right. And so that right. was the other thing is like, right. it was very clear that they, they had, you know, they, they had set out that there were rules and these weren't just like, you know, like, Oh, well you should, you know, don't swim for 20 minutes with just some bullshit. <laughs> right. Who, who knows yes. where it came from. They were actual rules and you could see, mm. You know, I mean, anytime a movie explains rules like that, you can expect that they're going to get broken. And so you could see every time right. they broke the rules, how they just made yep. things worse for everybody. But um, yeah, yeah, but yeah, exactly. And, and and this is kind of one of the things that we talked about when we when we did. Uh, 
a quiet place part two, right? Yeah. Where it's like a quiet place, great movie, very clearly set. Yeah. Uh, some rules. And, and when they broke the rules, horrible shit happened. Yeah. And then you go to a quiet place too. And I love silly Murphy, but yeah, you know, he, he's pretending like he's playing by the rules, but at the same time, you know, he, he's taking sniper shots right. and, and running on like gravel with boots right. on and shit. And I'm like, yeah. well, yeah. And, and this movie does absolutely does. They do not play hard. They don't play like loose with the rules. No, it's, you know, what was consequences. Movie, this movie shows you what happens when you know, there are rules, but it's also your family, your kids. Right. And, and how willing you are to stick to those rules versus wanting to protect your children. Yeah. Uh, and then what happens when you break the rules? Right. You know, and it was nice to to have a movie that had such positive word of mouth about, and then mm. being able to see why. You know, I mean, like, oh, I know, don't get me man. wrong. I mean, got I'm a- not I'm not one who wants to follow along, but it's like when you hear about something being really good, and then you watch it, and you, it doesn't hit the same way for you. It is a little disappointing. Um, yeah, well, that was talked to me. Yeah, I mean, this show. like I went right. to the theater for that because I heard, and this movie also got a theatrical release, and unfortunately, it didn't play here. I wanted it to. I like yeah. when I saw the, I remember the poster with the axe turned. Yeah, it's, it's such like false yeah. advertising because that's such a minute scene. Yeah, um, but uh, it's also such a striking image. Yeah, and and I remember uh, I saw that poster and I was like, and that's what I thought. Uh, it lives inside. Like I got the, yeah. the titles mixed up. Yep. But uh, I was like, "Holy shit!" Like I need to see that. And then uh, it got a theatrical. I was like, "Oh, please be here! Please be here!" And it wasn't. So yeah. I, I, so I was dying to see it when it yeah. went, once it got to Shutter. Yeah. Uh, but no, like I, I was, said, I was so excited for for the twenty seventh. I was like, I can't wait. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But just what a com. I'm just a supremely confident. You know, piece of filmmaking. I mean, just they knew. I mean, just they knew what they. I mean, just soup to nuts. They just knew what they were doing, and just oh, yeah. executed beautifully. I mean, it's. I don't. I don't see how I'm gonna watch a, a horror movie between now, or even just a movie period between now and the end of the year that I like more than this. No, but, I don't think so. You know, I mean, I. I, I would be amazing if I was proven wrong. But no, uh, I would love to. But yeah, yeah but it was the same thing. That's the way I felt with Puppet Man. I was like, oh my god. Yeah. Like I don't know if when Eagle Lurk, when Evil Lurks is gonna like top this because I yeah. I loved Puppet Man that much yeah. and then and then I watched Evil Lurks like I don't know two or three days later I was like yeah. well fuck me I was yeah wrong. exactly right yeah <laughs> like, well, not a bad problem to have but yeah yeah, yeah. right exactly yeah I'm glad I was wrong, but yeah because God man what a couple of like what a couple of home runs like at the right. end of like what I feel like is kind of a lackluster year not that there wasn't good stuff but like nothing that blew me away and like yeah. right here there was two in like a week's time so yeah. Yep, absolutely. And on Shutter, no less, which I mean, of late, let's be yep. honest, is not had also the, that man the same what a track record as as in Shutter. previous months. Yeah, and I haven't even gotten into Creep Show season four yet. And I'm yeah, really excited I mean, for that. We, we so. get VHS eighty five and Papa Man mm-hmm. when Evil Lurks all mm-hmm. in one month. It's like I get it. It's Halloween, but me. Yeah, they next held like year, they held all the maybe, yeah, maybe next like, year. Spread it out. Spread it out a little. <laughs> yeah, you can always. Put them back in the banner come October. <laughs> right, exactly. Yeah. 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 Bring them back. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, so that, that was October for us. But, yeah, I look forward to doing this again next year. 
um you know and this was fucking great man again thank you yeah. so like this was such a great thing for us to do yeah like because you know i love doing this show but like you know we typically do i don't know one or two movies and yeah. then, like video games stuff like that but like for for this is like the first time we've really done like special episodes for halloween yeah. and like i mean i had a fucking ball this yeah. month so yeah, I look I look forward to doing it next year because, you know, for every every movie that I I go oh yeah you know whatever I I uh, it's like there's still so much that I haven't seen you know so it's just it's really fun. Well, even to, the shitty things are exactly. fun to talk about, and yeah. make fun of you know so. Yeah, exactly. Um, but next you know next episode we've got I've we 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 have game stuff we haven't talked about plus we have game stuff i have game stuff (laughs) yeah and and then uh so i don't know we we might maybe maybe we'll skip movies next time i mean i'm just gonna be watching saw movies and then after i watch the saw movies i'm gonna watch i've i've seen the first one but i haven't seen the other ones i'm gonna watch the 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 three hell house movies that i haven't seen so oh nice i've seen everything but i haven't seen the prequel they just dropped but yeah yeah so but uh i'm gonna be watching uh whatever the fuck sukamoto movies oh okay yeah yeah I have like eight more of those to get through, so there you go. Tons of good stuff. All right. Well, this has been episode 185. Uh, this kind of rounds out our Halloween uh, October uh, set of shows. Thanks for hanging out with us. Appreciate uh, everybody listening, and hopefully you found some some things to add to your list for next year. Uh, and uh, hopefully you will uh, be with us uh, for our next show in the next couple weeks. From myself and Mitch, thank you again. This has been episode 185 of Divided by Werewolves. Uh, we thank you for hanging out with us, and we look forward to spending some more time with you in the next two weeks so thank you again good night and have a good evening